1: And welcome back, everyone. The conversations live. I'm your host, Cyrus Webb. Glad you all could join us once again. For a radio audience tuning in at WYAD, 94.1 FM, and WYADonline.com, we're glad that you all can be with us. Also, tuning in through our online affiliates around the world, we're glad you all could join us as well. As we're going into 2024, I think one of the big things that we have to watch is the conversation that we have with ourselves. A lot of us may have came into this year with a lot of uh, expectations for ourselves, things we wanted to achieve, but if we're not saying those things things happening. Our next guest has written a book that really helps us to be able to focus and to stay looking toward that goal and also, of course, how to be able to have the right conversations with ourselves. We're excited to welcome Dr. Dana Sinclair to our broadcast today. Her new book is called Dialed In, Do Your Best When It Matters Most. I want to talk to Dr. Sinclair not only about the work she's been able to do with others, but also how through this book we're able to be able to do that work with ourselves and also see some great results. If you guys are just now finding out about Dialed In, I'll let you guys know you get your own copy of it dr. Sinclair thank you again for the time really do appreciate it
0: I'm looking forward to our chat
1: well same here and I have to say when this book was first pitched to me I was I was very excited I'm I'm an eternal optimist dr. Sinclair and one of the things I try to get people to see is to to not to judge themselves by their past, not to let what what didn't happen yesterday you know determine what's going to happen today and I love the fact that in this book, you really give us some actionable things that we can be able to consider and to use before we get into that. I want to talk about the work you've been able to do so what has it been like for you, Dr. Sinclair, to know that you've been able to help people to dial in and to really bring out the best of themselves?
0: Well, I must say it is one of the best feelings for me. I love to see my people, anybody really, but, you know, my clients perform well, get the most out of themselves in their pressure moments, improve. It's been a blast.
1: Have you always known that this is what you were called to do or meant to do?
0: Not at all. I had a very circuitous route to doing what I am doing today, and I've had a lot of great sort of academic and work experiences, but when I finally sort of pulled it together and decided to go the performance route, um, I've had uh, a really good time because showing people a simple, more applied way to do well and to feel good about themselves and, of course, their mental health has been extremely rewarding.
1: I love that. And in this book, Dialed In, you're able to give us, as I mentioned, not only some great tools, but also some great reminders. And one of the big ones that I took away from the book, Dr. Sinclair, is the importance of not forgetting who we are and what got us to where we are. And a lot of our audience out there may have had some pretty serious challenges, right, and difficulties, and they Mm -hmm. may look at where they are now and wondering, you know, can they go any further? I love the fact that in this book you're able to show us that, you know what, if we have to remember those things, remember the things that help us get here, congratulate ourselves on that, and kind of pump ourselves up to realizing that we can still go further. How important has that self-talk been for you?
0: It's been very important. In fact, uh, I talk myself through many situations, and you have to pre-plan it. But I, I do feel that sort of keeping yourself grounded in your facts and your accomplishments is a great way not only to start the day, but to kind of you know set the groundwork for how you want to approach a difficult situation. And in terms of, you know, I'm talking facts, I think we're taught uh, from, you know, in school, from coaches, from parents to always push forward, to have these big expectations, which are great because we all need to be challenged and pushed. But I think when we do that, we forget about what we've actually done and that we, we have accomplished a fair amount before and that we actually can do it. So I get people to write it out and think about it more often instead of just blowing by what they've done well and moving on to the next thing. Yeah,
1: and I think, too, what I love about the way you approach this, Dr. Sinclair, and it really shows, you know, why you're so respected in your field, is that it shows that this happens not only, of course, in the way that we converse with ourselves, but also the impact that our words and actions can have on others. And this really comes out um, in in the chapters you're talking about bad advice um, as well as good communication. And I want to read something that you wrote. And it, it is to me... One of those powerful reminders when it comes about communication and communicators and what makes someone effective and what they do, and this is in uh, Chapter 7 of the book, you say this, the best communicators are not afraid. They say what they mean and do what they say they are going to do. They are clear and direct Mm -hmm. and open to discussion. They don't hide their true emotions. They deliver their words considerably. Their intentions are to connect rather than to punish Good communicators believe they have the right to express their needs, wants, and wishes even when they are angry or distressed. I want to talk about that because communication we we know is so important when it comes to building relationships, right? Talk to us about what you were able to realize about the importance of communication when it comes to bringing out our best.
0: I think one thing we have to think about when it comes to communication is defensiveness, so many people are striving and want to be good and worry about making mistakes and are self-critical on their own. As soon as they hear something that might be perceived as a threat or criticism, they go into defense mode. And I think that is probably the most difficult thing people have to do in terms of their communication. So... I love people to think about their own styles and figure out, hey, when I'm faced with feedback, whether constructive or not, or somebody, I think they're looking at me a certain way, you know, take a moment and don't react right away. Try to pull back into yourself. Slow down so that you don't sort of jump out and react too hard against somebody. I think people forget to look at themselves and realize that they're protecting themselves most of the time. That's what's going on in relationships where the communication isn't going so well, it's because we become defensive and are always protecting ourselves. I want people to That is to fix so,
1: that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I'm just going to say that is so true and I think too it it is almost as if we we feel like we we have to we have to be that person that that Lets people know that you know we we know what we're talking about or that we you know we believe so strongly yeah. about something, so it becomes so defensive. Um, and and really, I think, can sometimes fracture the conversation. I love the fact that in that chapter, though, Dr. Sinclair, and and really because all of us have have encountered people who may not be the best communicators, right, or may not handle communication the best, but I love that you also show the other side of that. Just because someone does not do it well doesn't mean we have to counter that with that same attitude and intention. Talk about that because that, to me, is something that is uh, definitely a trait we have to work on, because I think our, it, you know, we kind of get on our ego sometimes and we feel like we have to meet that same energy. But you talk about that's not always the case, right?
0: Right. And it, absolutely, because good communicators, they think about themselves and what they want to project and how they want to do it, no matter what energy someone's giving them. So, you know, there's a lot of respect and kindness with somebody who's communicating well. But... They also tell people what they do well. People need to hear why they're good, what they did well, what's nice about them. And that can really thaw people so quickly. So rather than pushing back at that, that maybe negative energy, have some, I'm going to say the word, have some confidence in yourself to actually communicate the way you think you should and what's right. It's easy and an an, an excuse that we often say, well, they didn't do that for me, so why should I do that for them? It's about being a bit more true to yourself and being a little bit better in your pressure moments because, you know, as I always say, it takes courage to try to be good. It's hard. Yeah. Whether it's a skill or a communication.
1: And these conversations are not easy, Dr. Sinclair. You give a, a really good example in here I definitely want to refer to. Um, it's in Chapter 11 of the book, Hotspots. Um, and, and in that, you're having a conversation with a client and you're allowing them to be able just to talk, you know, to be able to, and this is one of your NFL clients that you talk about. And mm. and you, you say this, and I want to actually um read this, if you don't mind, and then we talk about it. You say, by winning, he was able to unload his distress and, and see his distractions more clearly, having to perform at the highest level when he was not 100% healthy, concerned about his future, perceiving not starting in games as a lack of respect from his coach, and at this moment, diminishing confidence. Then he said, I need to play better. And then, uh, Dr. Sinclair, you say this, are you able to play better or are you at your limit? I wanted to know that he was being objective relative to his injury and his talent. I feel there is no sense in erroneously expecting too much from yourself. It is better to know your upper limits and perform great within them. I, I think that is such a great lesson for students. It's such a great reminder for parents and for mentors talk about that if you don't mind the importance of realizing you know what you want but also realizing the reality of your situation
0: absolutely i think people are pushed so hard to they expect to be world number one or the best at their high school or on their team and you know perfect is will only be good enough and it is such a script for failure what is wrong with being really good or excellent or getting the most out of your talents and your skills? Uh, I think we need to think a little bit differently because this this perfection that we 're always supposedly striving for just is impossible anyway it 's not going to happen, yeah. and it is it's self defeating right from the get go so trying to get people off of focused on those upper results, and on to what they have to do in the moment to get the best out of themselves is really where I'm most comfortable with speaking to people. You know, we all have our limits, and the idea is performing well, getting the most out of ourselves as in getting results, feeling that satisfaction, then we're okay, it doesn't translate into world number one. We all feel satisfied when we've done a good job. Yeah,
1: so true. And I think, Dr. Sinclair, I have to say, and this is why I was so excited to speak with you, and um, I have to... I tell my friends, sometimes I have to remind myself I'm also speaking to an audience, so I want to quickly reset and, <laughs> and say to our audience, for those who are just tuned in, you're listening to Conversations Live. We're excited to welcome Dr. Dana Sinclair to our broadcast today. As you can tell, we're having a great conversation about her new book. It's called Dialed In, Do Your Best When It Matters Most. And When I was reading this book, there were so many notes I was taking and, and things I was marking, uh, Dr. Sinclair, because I... You know, having been doing the show now for a while and, of course, meeting people and working with schools, I-, I see things sometimes I think, oh, wow, I think they will really benefit from that, or I think they would really like that point. Uh, the last thing I wanted to ask you about from the book that I thought was really interesting um, was another great skill, and that was the third skill you mentioned in step two of the book, and this is something that goes counter to what we hear a lot. And you know, and, and I and I want to talk to you about this because I think the way you address this in the in the 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 subject of being dialed in and doing our best is remembering again, as I mentioned earlier, about what you've already done. You say this when you're addressing this topic. You say, celebrating your success even quietly will not make you complacent. Your fact list will not lessen your drive. You will not become cocky and overly content with yourself unless you already are a puffed up and self-satisfied individual. And if you are, please settle, redo your fact list, and be honest this time. Being rightfully satisfied is not the same as being unwarrantedly satisfied. When done honestly, your fact list will help reduce your tension and keep you positively realistic about your capabilities and what is to come. Don't let the fear of becoming complacent stop you. Look to your proof instead. I think that is such a great point, and that's what I was trying to allude to earlier about remembering. It's okay to remember what you've already done. It's okay to give yourself that pat on the back. Talk to us about, though, the importance of that, Dr. Sinclair, and the work you've been able to do when it comes to the fact list with your clients, but also why it's important for our audience, too, as they're thinking about moving forward in the next level of their lives.
0: Yes. You know, we are, as I say, taught to push, 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 be better, better, work harder, work harder. And I don't think that is a very good way to get the most out of yourself. I think acknowledging what you've done well, as I say, is a great way to settle and calm yourself so that you can handle those pressure moments better. And, you know, it's not as, it's not as difficult as people think we, we avoid being honest with what we're fearful about and always try to act as so we can handle anything in that we don't have limits. We all get a little bit pressured when we're bumping up against our own limits. So okay. I don't want people to resist being honest with themselves. And in terms of what does get in the way, what does distract them, what does scare them. But on the other hand, why they're good. I have clients, I'm thinking of an Olympian the week before their race, they opened up their facts list every morning, went through what they'd done, you know, their, their actual sporting accomplishments, but what they'd done as a person, they were nice and kind and the good feedback that they'd had. And that grounded them and they were able to get a very good performance out of themselves. Did they win? No, but they were completely satisfied because they showed up in the moment and did a good job for themselves. And knowing what you're capable of and what you've done is a skill to build off of daily.
1: Yeah, daily. It is such a great thing. Did you have any wow moments, Dr. Sinclair, when you were writing this book? Because, I mean, this is work you have devoted yourself to. But as you were compiling dialed in, were there any wow moments you had for yourself?
0: As in trying to deal with having to write a book?
1: Right, Exactly.
0: Yes. Well, as I say, I talked myself through the days that when things weren't coming so easily, I had to talk myself through it. And I did have a facts list that I had to check. And I also did a lot of breathing, too. So I got to the point where, you know, I mean, I really enjoyed doing this because it gave me a chance to try to write down in a clear fashion a process and actionable things that would actually help anybody in any domain or any job because we're all performers but you know I I actually would get to the point where I would breathe settle down and just tell myself to just keep writing doesn't matter you can go back and check it later just get the idea out. nobody's judging you yet carry on just dump it and go so I used all these skills myself
1: Love it. Well, I have to say this book is definitely a game changer. It's a great reminder. It's a great reset and a great resource, I think, Dr. Sinclair, to remind us of what we can do, and then using the tools at our disposal to be able to do it. Again, everyone, Dr. Dana Sinclair has been our guest. Dialed In is the book, Do Your Best When It Matters Most. It's available, of course, through your favorite online bookstore or your own personal bookstore in your area. Of course, Amazon has it as well. Dr. Sinclair, I really appreciate you stopping by the program today. How can our audience stay connected with you?
0: Oh, Dr. Dana or on Instagram at Dr. Dana Sinclair.
1: All right. Again, I really appreciate the time. and looking forward to our opportunity to chat again.
0: Thank you so much. I enjoyed that.
1: Thank you. And we thank your audience for tuning in to another great segment of Conversations Live. Until next time, I'm your host, Cyrus Webb, saying, as always, enjoy your day, enjoy your life, enjoy your world. Thank you all for choosing Conversations Live. Let's go make today amazing. Take care.